You are now listening to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, Episode 25, Alcohol and Spirituality. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe, uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah. Thank you for tuning into the Soul and Wonder podcast. We are your host, Christopher and Sarah. Glad to have you, as usual. We got a few updates for you before we get into the juicy stuff of this episode. Yes. So, a few things. If you want to join our tribe, which I highly recommend you should, uh, you can do that by visiting soulandwonder.com. Underneath the header image, you can opt in and you get a free gift with that. You get a free, guilt-free dessert book. Mm, I spent a lot of time working on that one and it's tasty, guys, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. We just sent out our new first monthly newsletter last week. It will be reoccurring each month, and in between those newsletters, you get podcast updates for new podcast episodes that come out. And a bunch of life hacks and healthy tips and recipes, so don't miss out on that. Yeah, you're going to love that. So This episode is super exciting. It is. It's very exciting. I'm really glad we had her on the show. Her name is Zara Sita, and let me give you a brief rundown about Zara. So Zara is a holistic healer. She's a transformational life coach, freelance writer, and spiritual intuitive. Her professional training background and experience includes a lot of things. Traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, acupuncture, herbalism, dietary therapies, detoxification, energy attuning, shamanic traditions, kundalini yoga, and other healing modalities. So Zara healed herself naturally of several complicated health issues, including cancer, and now helps teach and guide others how to do so as well. She's currently living in Costa Rica with her children and beloved animal companions, and I'm super jealous because I love that place. She offers her services as a health guide and life coach internationally via Skype, and she's also available for in-person appointments in Costa Rica. If you would like to learn more or to schedule a session, contact Zara at zarasita at gmail.com. That's Z-A-H-R-A-H-S-I-T-A at gmail.com. And we're extremely excited to have her on the show because she wrote a very interesting blog post that exploded all over the internet. Um, she'll even express her astonishment at how, how much people really enjoyed it. All about alcohol and the spiritual ramifications of consuming it. Now, as you know, Chris and I really get into the physical aspects of drinking, whether that's alcohol, coffee, all kinds of stimulants and depressants. But she takes it up a notch and goes into the spirituality of it. And I think that you guys will find this one quite interesting. Yeah, it was a very unique twist on alcohol. And it was really and a very interesting and fresh perspective, which I really enjoyed and I'm sure you will too. And some of you might think, eh, I don't know about this, but give it a shot. Listen, open your hearts, open your mind, hear what she has to say. She's not trying to tell you how to live or what to do. She's open 
to people exploring their own intuitive connection with their bodies, but she is offering her experience. So stay tuned also to the end of the episode for your health tip. What today, is our health tip? Today we'll be talking about teas. Tea. You'll learn about our favorite brands, the kinds we like to drink, and why. So what do you say? Let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Super excited to have Zara here with you. We're happy to have you on the show with us, Zara. Thanks for having me. Hola. Yeah, hola. <laughs> She's all the way in Costa Rica enjoying <laughs> it there while we're here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I miss Costa Rica. We got to make it out there sometime, Chris. Absolutely. So I just wanted, I'm super excited about this topic because when I got on my Facebook feed the other day, I looked online and I had like 10 friends shared this article called Alcohol Consumption and Spiritual Possession. And it was really intriguing, of course. So I clicked on it and I think I had read it from the event chronicle and noticed it had been shared quite a bit. And it was a topic of interest because as holistic wellness practitioners, Chris and I uh, obviously educate people on the negative health ramifications of alcohol, especially overconsumption of alcohol. And we were waiting for the right time to bring in the spirituality of it because some people aren't ready to receive that just yet and others are. Um, And so when I read your article, I got really excited because I thought, this lady knows exactly what she's talking about here, and we wanted to get you on the show. So I'm super pumped to talk about this. Do you mind giving a brief description on what your article is about for our listeners that maybe have not read it? Sure. So the article um, originally titled The Spiritual Consequences of Alcohol. It was first published in the Costa Rican News, and then it was Um, published in several other places, uh, Waking Times and The Mind Unleashed and Before It's News. And from there, I guess, it went to the Event Chronicle and some other places that I don't know a whole lot about. Um, Originally, it was inspired by looking into the etymology of the word alcohol. And etymology meaning the the roots and the history and where the the word comes from and so i had had some spiritual experiences from good um, around people drinking alcohol and then i was also given a vision that showed me um, some confirmations of things that i had seen and then later was reading some of the work of uh, padamahansa yogananda who shared a teaching that was very much like the vision that I received. And so when Jason Kristoff, who is a health writer, um, he, he wrote something about the etymology of alcohol, and it just got me thinking about it and got me inspired to write an article about it. And I had just, I had no idea that it would become such a sensational piece and that it would be shared so much and republished and talked about and that it would affect so many people. But it says a lot to me that there, that everyone is in some way affected by alcohol in our society. And so there's a lot of people who've had these experiences that I wrote about, but haven't had a conversation or a language to put it into. Um, And so that's why part, partly why I think that it, it really took off in that way. 
Absolutely. And as a clairvoyant, you've had your own experiences with seeing this, you know, these experiences happen. So do you mind maybe explaining to some of our listeners what that would look like to you? Um, it's looked like different things in different situations. Um, I, as long as I can remember, I've had clairvoyant abilities. And so clairvoyant, it means to be able to see, to see energies and to see spirits and to see sometimes into other dimensions, um, to see things that most people are not seeing with, with their daily sight. And, and so as a child, I grew up in an environment where there was a lot of alcohol use and I would see things sometimes I would see these, what seemed like mischievous or malevolent type of entities, um, hanging around the people that were drinking a lot and more than just seeing them, there was a feeling because I'm very empathic. And so I can feel my environment. I can feel energies. I can feel other people's intentions, their vibrations. I can tap into that and feel it, perceive it. And so I could feel just an uneasiness whenever these beings were around. I didn't, you know, that was the, the understanding of it. I didn't enjoy the feeling of how their presence was around me. And so that, that was from being really young and perceiving those energies. And then later, very clearly, I remember watching the eyes turn into what looked like other beings' eyes, you know, right before me and someone that I was looking at or their voice changed, like drastically changed. Um, their personality would change and I would see different energies come alive in them that was brought in through the intoxication state. Mm, that's intense. Very. And, you know, it's, I, this is something that I don't often share with people, so this will be new information for some listeners. But when I was previously involved in a relationship with a drug addict, um, and this was covering a plethora of drugs from alcohol to methamphetamine and cocaine, um, when we were living together, I was experiencing a lot. I was experiencing the growth of my spiritual awakening from that seed, you know, sprouting very exponentially and exciting, um, although he was going in the opposite direction. And so you can imagine there was a lot of dark and light energy in one place. And I was experiencing a lot of things that I didn't understand um, until, you know, reading your article and reading more about this sort of thing. It all started to make sense to me, the, the experiences I was having in that household, you know, a lot of like shadow beings and a lot of um, astral experiences with like dark entities starting to try to almost like an energetic vampire towards me, even though I wasn't as deep into this drug world as he was. And there were many times where his face just would completely change. And I swear that there was this one time that I thought he was going to kill me. And I didn't, it wasn't him though. And if I told that to someone else, they would be like, what? No. Like, what do you mean it wasn't him? Like, it was not him. And I can't explain that to anyone unless we're having this conversation. Yeah, there's, it's not just alcohol. There's a lot of, there's a lot of programs running in the consciousness of the people. And so it's being played out in the actions of the people. A lot of programs running on earth that, that are, are put there to disempower us. And so 
there's ways that humanity has been hijacked and there's ways that through our actions we can invite in lower vibrational entities and energies that don't necessarily have our best interest in mind mm-hmm. um and so alcohol is one of them and yeah the other drugs the the drugs like methamphetamines or cocaine or heroin these very harsh substances that they they're not bringing light you know they're they're bringing illusions and they're bringing darkness they invite in some pretty dark energies and so for those of us who have learned to or just have been able to have an awakened sight we often can see them you know where most people don't see them maybe they feel them or maybe they don't feel or see them you know maybe they're they're being influenced by them um but but yeah it can be an interesting thing to start to see. So you touched on the um, the programming of consciousness, and I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. You know, why do you think it's so hard for us as a society to see these spiritual ramifications of drinking alcohol? And and again, I want to touch a little bit more on the programming. So if you can kind of get into that a little bit, I'd like to explore that. Well, I believe that there are programs that have been put into the human consciousness that are to disempower us and to keep keep ourselves from being aware to who we really are to our potential to our abilities to our infiniteness our limitlessness and our divinity um and it's it's based on this model this idea of a a slave culture and that human beings are sleeping in a sense, and they're un- they're unaware that they're living lives as slaves, um, very much committed to being subservient to a system that keeps them disempowered, where a very small percentage of that system, or those involved with the system, are actually benefiting, that are actually profiting from it, and other people are are losing basically and and so when i talk about programs running and this is what i'm talking about is is a whole system of ideas that has been pushed upon presented upon injected into humanity's consciousness and um, alcohol i believe ties into that because it lowers the vibration and it numbs the 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 senses and it lowers intelligence even and it keeps us in a less awakened state and so there's different different programs like that running you know and so alcohol is pushed as being the thing to do socially it's Mm -hmm. it's okay it's glossed over it's pushed on people and most people aren't asking why is it so heavily pushed on us and look at the effects of it and and so if someone wants to be on this awakening path and they want to to really embody their empowerment why so they can be healthy and free and living in prosperity and joy and being of service Um, if they want all of those things they have to walk out of that that slave program and they have to start looking at the things that kept them in a place of bondage in a disempowered place and personally when what I've been shown and what I've seen is alcohol is is one of those things that it keeps people less intelligent and it keeps them disempowered and it keeps them in a more slave bondage state of, of living and being. 
ultimately there's choices on the path. And a lot of the work that I, I do is about empowerment and it's about awakening. And so one thing that I'm asking people often is how bad do you want that? You know, how bad do you want to live an authentic life? And how much are you committed to creating um, alignment with your soul's purpose and awakening and the, the journey of awakening? And for those that are, they're going to have to ask those questions deeply um, how much do they want that? Because if they really want that, they really want to be fully in integrity and in living that life, then most likely it's going to mean letting go of certain things like alcohol and letting go of certain social networks, even if that's what they support and it doesn't support your own growth and health and consciousness. Absolutely. And it can be so intimidating, um, you know, to leave what's comfortable. It can be so scary to, you know, change habits because you recognize that your whole lifestyle is about to change. And some people on the subconscious level just are not equipped, you know, at that moment to take that on. But then, you know, once we break free of those self-sabotage cycles, so much comes into us, you know, it's like our hearts just burst wide open. And it's, you know, I look at my life that I used to live, it's like a past life, even though it's in this incarnation, it's like it's night and day and just being able to live the dream and be in love with yourself. And I'm lucky to have that as well with my husband and it be genuine and just so full of light and helping people do the same thing, you know, with their lives and realize that sometimes we do need to just, like you said, let go of that, which no longer serves us and admit when certain environmental, you know, when a certain environment is not serving of us anymore and being okay with cutting ties and moving forward for what's best for our highest good. Yeah. But, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of people listening to this right now who are thinking, well, what about one drink? What happens? What's, what's, you know, one beer isn't going to hurt me. Or what about one glass of wine? What's your opinion on that? I, my opinion is that we all need to learn how to make decisions and we all need to learn how to tune into truth. And so to live, to live in a state of empowerment and to understand how to make the best choices, we need to tune into our intuition and to our inspiration. And we need to tune into that place where we know what truth is. And that's ultimately what intuition is. It's, it's what feels like truth to us. And so it's not for me to tell anyone um, if they should drink one drink or no drinks or, you know, just it, it, it's not really. I shared an experience and I shared um, a look at something that encourages others to look at it. And from there, I encourage them to make in tuned decisions. And so we all have to we all have to be in that place of sovereign empowerment and so we find truth within us. We find God within us. We find our, our deepest source of power within us. And so taking time to just tune in and whoever's asking that question, by doing that practice, they'll know the answer. You know, it's, it's not for me to say. I know the answer for me. Mm -hmm. The answer for me is I don't drink alcohol. You know, I don't drink any alcohol. Um, it doesn't really have a purpose in my life in that way. Um, in any way, really, other than as something that I can share my experiences about and teach others some different perceptions about, perhaps, or different approaches to it. 
but I think everyone needs to make their own intuitive and inspired decisions that come from their own relationship knowing truth. I'm really glad you mentioned that approach. Um, that's something that we support with our, you know, Eat to Thrive Wellness program is while during the program we give them a chance to wipe the slate clean, the reintegration phase at the end of the program is to help them understand their intuitive connection with foods, you know, not telling them you can't eat this, you shouldn't eat that, but what is your body responding to in a positive and negative way and how are you interpreting that for yourself on an emotional, physical, spiritual level and how can this benefit you you know let's let's go down this road together and you're the captain of the ship and it can be difficult you know at times when we want to view our lives and others through our own lenses you know and you're a coach so you know you understand that you know having to put our own perceptions and experiences kind of at the door while we allow others to explore theirs and from a completely unbiased nature Mm -hmm. But I think that was a really well-informed answer that you gave there about how no drinking is the path you've chosen, but that others will have to intuitively connect with themselves. Yeah, definitely. I think that's ultimately the, the formula I hope everyone can adopt for all parts of their life. So we would like to open it up to you. And if there's some other things that, you know, best practices that work for you or other things that you'd like to share with the listeners, um, I mean, you can really dive into anything you want, but uh, feel free to kind of open it up and share whatever you'd like. In ways that, um, that our listeners can sort of spiritually protect themselves if they're feeling a little bit, you know, disheartened from this conversation and some of this information might feel a little bit intimidating. What are some positive ways that people can spiritually keep themselves protected? Um, Our best protection is really cultivating our own inner light and our own inner inner strength. So if we we can look at the teachings that have been passed to us throughout many different ages from many different cultures and spiritual paths, and we're we're guided again and again to look within ourselves and to take time to go within, and that what we're seeking we'll find when we seek it within ourselves. And I, I back that up completely. And so we talk about, you're asking about protection. In the practice of taking the time to know ourselves and to look within and to see that we truly are very divine beings and that we have a far greater amount of potential than perhaps we've ever imagined, that we're limitless. And when we can really tap into that we are capable of being a direct channel for source energy, then there's nothing really to be frightened of or so much to protect ourselves from. And yet I could say to answer that there, there can be a sense of maintenance, a way to manage our energy so that it, it flows more harmoniously throughout our lives. And so I know for myself, I, I really keep a practice of limiting how much time I'm going to spend in any dense or low vibrational energy. And there's some places that I choose not to make a habit of or a pattern going to, you know. And so we talked about drinking alcohol, and I I personally don't drink alcohol. And I find that it brings a very low vibration. 
um, and all kinds of interesting energies show up around alcohol and other substances. And so I don't go to I don't go to bars. I don't go to places where the focus is on drinking alcohol. Um, and so that's one way I could stay to protect myself, but also just to maintain positive energy. And so throughout my life, all my practices really are aimed towards how do I maintain and expand upon the positive energy in my life. And so, you know, there's so many different ways we can do that. And there's some things I can say for people to do. And yet there's so many more things than I can say that people can do also. Um, spending time in nature, I think, is very important. Nature's a very high high vibration, and it has a very cleansing energy, and so it can cleanse our energetic field, our energetic body, the aura. Um, <clears throat> it can, you know, calm us and ground us and balance the electromagnetics of our body. Um, also, meditation is a practice I highly recommend for people, and again, it's that looking within and the stillness and finding oneness and silence um, and all of these practices they're they're going to raise the light they're going to raise the the high vibrational energy and it's going to be less attractive for those dense dark energies in a sense they're going to have less less opportunity and so if anyone is feeling disheartened or they just you know they're concerned about attracting those types of energies into their life they can focus on building their light and building their positivity, through self-love, through taking care of themselves, through eating right, through taking care of their body and understanding it as a temple, through, you know, aligning themselves with integrity and humility and honesty and doing what what makes them come alive, what they're inspired to do, to, to be creative, to create art and to share and to love and laugh and all these things are going to raise the light and raise the vibration and so these negative energies that are truly just curious in some ways and they're <clears throat> looking to have an experience um, like many of us have come here to earth to have an experience um, they have they have less power the stronger our light is and so that's the focus um, and ultimately you know we're in a time on earth when it's important that we work on raising our light and that we strengthen the remembrance of who we are because it's not about <clears throat> getting rid of all darkness, but returning to a place of harmonious balance. Beautiful. Very, very well explained and inspirational. I think our listeners are going to, re that will resonate with them very well. So if they're interested in connecting with you in any way, where can they find you? Um, well, let's see my email. If people want to get a hold of me, if you want to right now, I have a website being built that I can't announce the name or web address yet. So you can, um, contact me at Zara Sita at Gmail, which is Z A H R A H and Sita S I T A and Zara Sita on Facebook and on Instagram. And so Facebook, I'll share a lot of my writings um, I, I publish each month in a couple of different places. And so I'll, sh I'll usually put links to that and share that on Facebook for the, the writing that I do. And then for appointments for the life coaching or health guidance or anything like that, you can just email me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zara. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Thanks you guys. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Thank you.
I really enjoy her perspective on this topic. And you know, this is something that I think takes some time to get away from if you decide to stop drinking alcohol, because as we mentioned in the podcast, it's just so socially prevalent and it's the normal thing to do. Chris and I decided to give up drinking since September of last year, where we were drinking usually on the weekends or going out and drinking with friends. And we sort of tapered off a little bit before that, but then we stopped doing the whole weekend thing. We stopped buying the bottles of wine and the bottles of beer. Um, We have had a couple glasses since then, but we could probably honestly count on one hand how many drinks we've had since September. And the positive benefits were immediate. It was totally apparent in our physical well-being, our mental state and clarity, our spiritual strength. And anytime we would indulge in a glass of wine or beer or a cocktail for a celebration since then, it was immediately noticed how awful we felt. I mean, even just one glass just totally threw us off our game for a couple days. So it becomes more and more apparent the further away we get from it. And I want to encourage people to, if you're thinking about leaving that social aspect behind, it doesn't mean you have to necessarily leave your group of friends. Like we like to replace it with things like kombucha and tea. And actually many of the bars that you do see that are popping up, they're actually including kombucha in their lineup. So if you do enjoy going out and hanging out with friends, going to watch some live music or whatever, check if the bar or restaurant has kombucha for sale because a lot of bars and restaurants are starting to do that to be inclusive to the people that do not drink. And it's a really good substitute. It tastes great and it's really good for your gut. And we're the total weird ones, you know, when we go to a gathering with friends, we bring our tea. We bring our tea bags, we bring loose leaf teas packed into a sack, whatever it is that we want to feel comfortable and included, but still enjoy our time and respect our vessels. So this health tip of the episode is all about tea. Yeah, so we've really dived into the world of tea headfirst here. It's been quite some time now, but we like to explore and try different teas, different ones that come onto the market. And lately, we've been really getting into the Organic India lineup. And so their lineup is great because number one, they're a fair trade tea company. They support all local farmers in India growing this tea. It is organic. And it's Ayurvedic. And it's a blend of Ayurvedic herbs. And Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I, also known as holy basil, is the main ingredient in all of their teas. And for those of you that do not know what holy basil is or Tulsi is, it is a wonderful herb that supports your stress It uh, helps with anxiety, it helps to calm you down, relieve you, and just kind of bring you back down to earth. And again, as I mentioned, that's the main ingredient in their teas. They have all different flavors. They do blend other herbs as well, such as chamomile, cinnamon, lavender. They have a moringa one, which we really like. Sweet rose. Mm. Sweet rose. Actually, after we record this, I think I'm going to go get a sweet rose. Definitely. Sounds great. It warms your throat. It calms your mind. It's just so nice. It's very nice. 
So that is kind of my little spiel on tea. Now that's not the only brand that we do use. Organic India again is wonderful, but there are other brands out there. Traditional Medicinals, Yogi brand is wonderful. They have a really good lineup. Uh, the, you do have to be careful though because there are a lot of tea companies, especially the ones selling bag tea and even loose leaf tea, that you're getting really pesticide ridden, herbicide ridden tea and you got to be careful with that because that could be very detrimental to your health. And if you have any more questions about tea, other loose leaf uh, brands that we like, we'd be very happy to provide you with that information. Um, and again, we're, we're here, we're an open book, so please reach out to us at any time. And you can find us at transform at soulandwonder.com if you'd like to reach us through email, or you can send us a message on our Facebook page at Soul and Wonder Inc., or on our Instagram. Send us a direct message at Soul and Wonder Inc., or comment on any of our photos. We'll see you guys later. Ciao.